Hello and welcome to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. Uh, excited to have you with me today as we look at Romans chapter 13. And, and today we're going to look at just the, the first few verses of Romans chapter 13. And, <clears throat> and I want to look at this recognizing that this is a... This is a rather controversial passage after the the last few years that uh, that we've experienced with things like COVID lockdowns and mask mandates and vaccine requirements. And so I'm going to enter into the fray and give uh, some thoughts and some application about this, as well as some um, maybe bigger ideas to think about as we think about how the believer, the one who has been made righteous because of Christ, how we think about such issues. And so uh, I kind of just want to jump right into the text. Let's take a look. It says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Now let's, let's just kind of, it starts off making it extremely clear, first of all, that Every person has the responsibility, every believer has the responsibility to be subject to the governing authorities. This is the first thing it says. Uh, And then the reason is because every authority is instituted by God. There, There is not one single authority that exists that has not been placed there by God. Now, this includes uh, all of the three major realms of authority that God grants. God gives authority in the family to the parents and specifically the father. God gives authority in the church to elders. And God gives authority to the civil sphere, to the government with uh, with different kinds of, of leaders. In the United States, we have three branches of government. We have the president, the executive branch, we have the legislative legislative branch, and uh, and we have the judicial branch, branch right? And, uh, and so th- this is the government we have. I know we also have the Constitution, which um, elaborates or recognizes the rights and responsibilities of, of such branches, right? And so it says, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Let's keep going. Therefore, Whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. This is saying when we when we resist the the leadership of government entities, we are resisting what God has put in place. Now this is challenging. Let's keep going. It says for rulers, this is the the intention for rulers. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of any of the one who is an authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive approval. For he is God's servant for your good. Now, here's what we have. We said, just backing up. They're rulers. The intention of God, the design of God, is that they would operate in a way that is uh, that makes the person who does what is right, who does what is good, and good not just defined by what the ruler says, but really by what God desires, that this means that there should be no fear for that person. That they will receive approval. It says, for he's God's servant. This is the, the literally the word deacon, a servant. God puts the government ruling authorities in place to serve him for your good, for the, the good of the society that they govern over. It says, but if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. 
This simply states that the governing authorities, they actually, they bear the sword. They have the right to inflict physical damage up to death for, to those who do evil, those who do wrong. Why? Because he is a servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. There's a lot happening here. We recognize that the authority is placed there by God. We are to be subject. We are to have an attitude of submission or of, of desiring to follow. And, and those that God puts in place, they are to rule according to his expectation. Now, they don't always. We'll, we'll come to that in a second. They don't always. Yet, this is the ideal way that society is to work. The, the, the governing authority get, authorities give approval to those who do good and bring judgment upon those who do evil. God's wrath. Verse 5, Therefore, one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. So uh, we, we, are to, uh, we are to be subject so that we avoid wrath, specifically God's wrath, as carried out by the civil magistrates, by the governing authorities. We, we are to do good. We are to be subject for this avoidance of wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. Because as believers, it would go against our conscience to, to be um, disobedient to governing authorities, knowing that God has put them in place. We recognize that we would be rebelling, not simply against governing authorities, but we would be rebelling against God. Now, here's the question. Here's the question that, that individuals, churches, states have been wrestling with for the last few years. What, what, are, the, what are the limits on government? What are the expectations? How far do we follow in obedience to these governments? Well, this is a bit of a complex question to answer. There are a lot of different voices and a lot of different takes and a lot of different approaches, but, but let's start with what's absolutely clear. And to do that, let's go to Acts chapter 4 and then 5. Acts chapter 4 and 5, the, we actually have covered this in a previous podcast but uh, and video, but here, here's what the text is. But Peter and John answered them, and they've been commanded not to speak for the Lord. Whether it is right in your sight to listen to you rather than to God, you must judge, for we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. When they are commanded not to speak of Jesus, they say, listen, no way. You can figure it out between you and God, but we're going to continue to do whatever it is that God desires us to do. They're going to take the clear instructions of Scripture, not some veiled, maybe sort of kind of idea, but, but they've been commanded to speak about Jesus. So they say, we're, we're going to keep doing that. Chapter 5, same thing, verses 28 and 29. Uh, these are the, the rulers who say, We strictly charge you not to teach in this name, the name of Jesus. Yet here you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching, and you intend to bring this man's blood upon us. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. So let's, let's just start our baseline. Our baseline is to recognize any time an authority, whether it be a civil, church, or familial, any of these authorities, if they ever give direct instruction or commands, if they ever make laws or rules that, that directly uh, contradict God's stated purposes and God's stated will, well, then we automatically say, hey, sorry, we're going to obey God rather than men. 
And listen, we do that recognizing that there very well may there very well may be consequence that goes with that. We're told not to speak of Jesus. Let's say that word happened. We keep speaking of Jesus, and we know that we might be arrested. There are nations in the world right now. They are not to speak of Jesus, and yet people continue to speak of Jesus, and they face whatever consequences. So let's start there. Let's recognize. Let's recognize first and foremost that we are to obey God rather than man every day of the week. Now, what about in issues that aren't exactly clear? What about in issues that are potentially an overstep of the authority? What, what about in issues that the Bible doesn't speak clear, clearly to and it, and it appears that those who are the governing authorities are overreaching? overreaching or overstepping their um, their authority. Well, this is tough. We, we have pictures in scripture where Paul, where issues, or where there are people that, there are governing authorities that want to arrest Paul and Paul escapes and he sneaks away from them, right? Was it illegal for them to want to arrest Paul? No. It was it an overreach? Yes. So he skates under the radar and he escapes. We also know that Paul wrote these words to the Romans and he wrote them in a setting that was not Christian friendly. And it was actually growing increasingly uh, antagonistic toward Christians. And yet he still recognized that God put these authorities in place. This is why I think that we, we need to lean on having a default that is willing to obey. And in, in that default that's willing to obey, we are to declare what is, what is unjust or declare the overreach of the governing authorities even with a default that is willing to obey. Now, this, this might look different in different situations. Uh, that when it comes to things like vaccines or mask wearing, I, I think that, that there's some conscience issues that, that each of us have to wrestle with. And I think that's okay. I think there's some freedom. Those things are not spoken directly about in the scripture. I think that we need to be very prayerful very thoughtful and very careful with the way we do make those decisions. But, but by and large, what we take away from this, we, first of all, God put every authority in place that he calls us to be subject to them. Anytime that authority tries to overstep their, their authority above what God has said, we automatically defy them. And then we're prayerful and we're very thoughtful and we're, we walk slowly into any other kind of moment where we think that the government has overstepped their boundaries in a way that, that we might feel or we might believe we have the freedom to, to not obey. Uh, but our default should be to obey. This is the ancient way for the modern day. I know this is maybe a little bit longer, a little bit more heady, and, and probably not the clearest answer. I think that there's a, a little bit of ambiguity here in places, but by and large, I think the big picture is we are those who, who we have a willingness to obey, recognizing that all authority comes from God. This is our ancient way for our modern day.